Hey, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the St. Paul Marriage Ministries Marriage Tune-Up. So we're super excited to have everyone here today. And so, so this year's this year's theme for our tune-up is called It's Take Two to Make a Thing Go Right. And uh, I want to introduce myself and uh, my beautiful wife, Christy. We're uh, co-leads of the marriage ministry, um, along with Team Davis, Sean and Asia Davis. Um, we lead the St. Paul Marriage Ministry. Team Davis couldn't be with us to, uh, tonight. They had a conflict, so we're going to represent for, for the whole team. Uh, so looking forward to an incredible evening where we sit down and, and we really just have uh, a really great conversation around marriage. I want to pass it over to Christy. She's going to leave us, leave us in scripture. So our scripture will be coming from Matthews 19, 4 through 6, the, from the New King James Version. And he answered and said to them, have you not read that he who made them at the beginning made them male and female and said, for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. So then they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no man separate. I'm going to lead us in prayer. Uh, so everyone bow your heads. Uh, so God, we just want to come to you and say thank you. Thank you for allowing us to come together again as a marriage ministry. Uh, continue to cover us and guide us in, in our marriages. Uh, continue to allow us to show grace and love as we continue to embrace love, embrace marriage, uh, embrace the union of two. God, continue to allow our, our marriage ministry at St. Paul to pour onto others and allow us to lift up your name and to, and to guide everyone here to be better in what they do in their marriages every day. Uh, every little moment counts, we know that. And, and just, God, just allow uh, for you to use Pastor and First Lady tonight um, and use them in their marriage as a God and a beacon of light um, and show them how we can see you through what they do every day and how they live their lives in their marriage. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. So um, what I want to do is really just introduce the marriage tune up just for those that are new or may not be familiar with it. The purpose of the marriage tune up is uh, one of the things we, we, we try to do is just come to you periodically and say, hey, you know what? Just like anything else in life, it's kind of like a car. Uh, if, if you if you drive and uh, all of a sudden you never put an oil, you ever change your oil or never get a tune up. Right. Eventually, car just breaks down. Right. And uh, no matter what kind of car it is. Um, so I learned a lot of times you can get a lot of miles on a car. And um, if we're just this maintenance and tune up, same thing with marriage. Right. Uh, I think we can go along in life and in and, and these marriages and marriages can have ups and downs and challenges. And all the things, but periodically, I think it's important just to take a look and be introspective into our relationship um, and just, you know, do these tune ups and just to talk about, you know, what's going on in the marriage. Um, we've been super fortunate to have an incredible uh, pastor and first lady that have participated. This is our third annual tune up and they participated annually just to kind of talk through what's going on. We normally do it around the holiday time. Um, and they talk about what's going on in their marriages, some things that, you know, some some insights where they're 
extremely candid and straight talk and his humor, right? And his uh, experiences that lead couples to evaluate and renew their relationships. Um, so we're super excited to um, to, to announce uh, this year's marriage tune-up. I'm gonna pass it over to Christy. She's gonna talk, kind of talk through a few announcements before we kick it over and start tonight's uh, marriage tune-up. So we have a very exciting announcement. Um, um, as some of you know, who have been with the ministry, we've done Love Notes the last two, three years. And this year, Love Notes will be a live event. Um, and it will also be a full weekend. Uh, we are inviting married and engaged couples to attend our Love Notes 2023 weekend. And the theme is The Closer I Get to You. Join us February 3rd through the 5th for a weekend to intentionally connect with your spouse and be lifted and inspired by other married and engaged couples. On Friday, February the 3rd, the weekend will kick off with a virtual comedy show. You will be doing that from your home, and we're very excited for that. Then on Saturday, you will meet with other couples at St. Paul for a breakfast and a half-day set session on marriage. So we really want everyone to come out so we can learn how to be better husbands and wives. And Saturday evening, we will come back to the Ray of Hope to do our Love Notes dinner and dance. This year, it is a sneaker ball. So put on your nice attire and your flyest sneakers for an elegant evening of dancing and Guess having what? fun. You know what I'm going to ask for for Christmas? <laughs> and finally, definitely the most important part, we will all gather on Sunday so that we can attend church together as married couples. This is a weekend that you do not want to miss. Um, space will be limited, so get your tickets as soon as possible. It will be $75 per couple for the entire weekend. So we are really excited and look forward to uh, bringing this forth. And again, um, Love Notes 2023 will be a live event. It'll be a full weekend. And as soon as the tickets are posted, uh, jump out there and get them as soon as possible. And now um, I want to hand it off to our wonderful pastor and first lady. We truly appreciate them coming, taking the time on a Friday night to impart wisdom on us related to our marriages. Hello there. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to get adjusted to this setup that Deb has in my office. Uh, <laughs> and um, so good to see you all. I want to thank you all, uh, Christy and Quincy, for the wonderful leadership that you all provide for this uh, incredible ministry, along with uh, Asia and Deacon Shantae. So thank you all so much for uh, your leadership and looking forward to some wonderful things taking place. And um, also, if, if you wouldn't mind, could you share... Uh, how often you all meet and invite others. I have married probably about since the last time we've had something um, in person, probably about six or seven couples that need to know how we flow and uh, could really uh, be a blessing to them as far as connecting with our marriage ministry. Yes, absolutely. So typically we try to get together at least once a quarter and we have either a social gathering or we'll have a online meeting. Um, our focus uh, going into the first quarter will absolutely be our love notes. And then after that, we'll plan our next quarter's event. So all of this is posted on the um, Marriage Ministry Facebook. 
So anybody who is a new uh, married couple or engaged couple, please join our uh, Facebook account and we will give you all of the information you need going forward. Also, if you see us in church, holler. Right. You know what I mean? Just say, hey, you know what? Last week I was at church. And I was like, hey, you guys married ministry. I need to talk to you so we can get you down in. So I think it's it, it, we're, we're open. You see Chantez in Asia as well. But follow us through Facebook. We have a lot of the announcements posted through there. So, yeah. yeah. So we are doing this from um, the church office, from my office, yeah. my work office uh, here at the church. And because uh, we're going to a basketball game afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I have, we're going to we're going to see the Knicks my, and the Hornets I have play. on as close to the Hornets colors as I could get. Almost <laughs> teal, so we we I tried. Oh, yeah. yeah, so we're gonna go and try to cheer the Hornets on. But um, mm -hmm. basically, what we want to do is kind of do a review from the last time we were together, and then kind of bring us up to speed to where we are right now. So um, I'm going to turn it over to Pierre. And uh, let her uh, kick things off. All right. And I have a, a, a few notes. I, first of all, I just want to say um, congratulations to uh, to Team Davis and to Team Lee. You all do a wonderful job with our marriage ministry. Um, it has just such a, been a blessing to both of us. And mm -hmm. I know it has been to other couples um married couples here at St. Paul. So congratulations to you. And I'm just excited that we're going to get together and be together um, for Love Notes. So looking forward to that and so excited that we'll be able to meet in person, but we'll also have that virtual component as well. Um, so let's get started on uh, the tune-up for tonight. I know there are some some uh, people with us who tonight who may not have been with us before. So I wanted to do a little recap of what we did last year, because, of course, it was all about the pandemic. Our theme was about rebooting our relationships um, and and how we put everything on pause. You might also remember we talked about what type of boat is your relationship in. So we did a little bit of a checkup. Um, we talked about. Um, is your is your boat in good shape? Are we sailing right along, or is your boat uh, is one of the um, members of your uh, marriage poking holes in the boat while the other one is trying to you know stem the tide? And so we we talked about just really looking at, at what kind of uh, situation our our um, our boat was in. Then we also talked a little bit about love languages. We we talked about how um, not only responding to your your mate in the way that you want to be loved or shown love, but also how how or more importantly how your mate likes to receive love. So we talked a little bit about love languages, mm -hmm. and then we talked about stressors. We know that finances, kids, and of course the pandemic was something that you know caused stress in a lot of marriages. So we talked about those, and then we went through some reset questions. We talked about. Um, you know, we didn't want to just leave it on the stressors, but we wanted to talk about some of the, the wonderful things that we can do to um, excite our, our mate, that we can um, infuse into our marriage to make sure that that we're checking in on a regular basis. So we you know, that's just a brief preview of a review of what we talked about um, last time. So this year we want to talk about um, making habits and and talking about um, things that will um, the patterns that we need to set up in order to have a, a positive relationship. And so 
um, one of the things that I did when we talked, when we heard that the theme was It Takes Two, was I looked up that song by Rob Bass and none of the lyrics had anything to do with, with marriage <laughs> other than the part that said it takes, it takes two. two. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. the only thing. So I was like, oh man, we can't use that. But um, we do have something that we can use. And of course that's the Bible and going to the Bible. But before, before we do that, I wanted to, um, one of the things that we did last year that I think worked very, very well was we um, asked the couples to get um, either your phone or a piece of paper or a note card or something like that. We're going to ask just a couple of questions and we want you to write down the answers, but don't share them with your mate right now. We want you to answer them individually and then afterward, whether it's later on tonight or at some point during the weekend for you to set aside some time that you can and discuss the answers to the questions. And we're just going to have a couple of those, but we wanted to make it a little bit interactive and have you to, to um, you know, give you some some prompts to have some conversations with, with your mate. Anything you want to add? No, I think that uh, your review really covers uh, how we want to flow as far as this evening is concerned. And I think that it's very important um, as far as being able to just have some conversations that's not generated by a crisis or uh, something of that sort, uh, but just to have some conversation that can give you the opportunity to kind of share your dreams as far as what you desire as far as life is concerned. And here's the thing, whether you've been married for 60 years or if you've been married for 60 days, um, you should want to continue to uh, deep in your relationship. Marriage is like the universe. Uh, it should be constantly expanding. You don't have it all figured out. And um, when you come to a better understanding of who your mate is, as far as the relationship is concerned, just like the universe, um, this new telescope that's out there in the universe that's given us some great, incredible pictures. And even changing how we think about the expanse of the universe, um, uh, taking an inventory of your marriage, using some different uh, tools to gauge where you are, will hopefully and prayerfully deepen your relationship with your mate and give you the capacity to love even deeper as God loves us. Absolutely. So one of the things, so we want you to, if you haven't had a chance yet, go ahead and like I said, you can put it on your phone or grab a piece of paper or a pen. One of the things that we always like to do is do a check-in and an assessment. So we had the boat last time. This time, since we're, we're going to be focusing on um, fruit of the spirit. So we wanted to, um, for you, for each of you individually to write down what your what kind of situation your marriage is in and we're going to uh, equate it to fruit so is your marriage sweet and juicy uh, <coughs> excuse me is it healthy and nourishing <coughs> excuse me is it let me step there, in why she get why she get a drink of water <laughs> Uh, barely passing the sniff test. Right, right, uh, right. Barely passing the sniff test. She got stuck on sweet and juicy, y'all. I did. So that made her cough. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what that's all about. <clears throat> uh, a bit of mold or squishy. And yeah. then um, throw it out now <laughs> and buy some more later. You need to get another drink of water. I might. I yeah, might. I think you're stuck on 
<laughs> sweet and juicy. Well, that's because because we sweet and juicy. We're trying to and so, we're trying to make sure it's peachy. That, right. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> or, or maybe it is intended. Um, it is intended. No, no so, emoji intended. How so about right, that? <laughs> so so write down where where you feel like your your marriage is. Um, you know, if it's sweet and juicy, that means y'all just so so in love, and y'all just make other people sick. Uh, when they when they see how lovey dovey you are, um, is it healthy? Because it looks good, it smells good, it is good. Um, is it barely passing the sniff test? Like you know how when you look in the in the refrigerator and the fruit, you're like, mm, I don't know. But you put it back in the refrigerator and say, well, we'll throw that out when trash day comes. Um, or is it a little bit? You look at it, you're like, mm -mm, we can't do nothing with this. Or is it? Or is your marriage in a situation where you're like, no, nah, let's just go on and throw that out, and we're gonna have to run to the grocery store right now and get get some um, get some get some more. So, be honest. What kind of shape is your marriage in, according to the type of fruit that that we mentioned? Yeah, yeah, and I have to I have to give uh, Peer uh, credit for uh, coming up with this. Um, these metaphors, yes. if I could use that word, <laughs> yeah. these metaphors, mm -hmm. as far as giving us the image to kind of uh, float on and, and deal with tonight. So uh, with that, I think that hopefully and prayerfully, uh, all of our couples are in a place of at least at least being healthy and nourishing. And uh, and if you're sweet and juicy, then, hey, go for broke. <laughs> Go for broke, but we definitely want you to be at least uh, healthy and nourishing. And and if not, um, really do an assessment of where you are and 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 have some conversations that allow for you to move beyond just barely passing the sniff test or being moldy or throwing it out and trying to get get something else, get some more. Yeah, and when I say throw out, I'm not talking about throw out your partner. Right, right, not at all, not at all. Not talking about what, we're, what we're talking about are are you in a situation right now where you know that that it's not quite right? And we talked about this before. Don't be afraid to you know get some counseling. Right, talk to um, professionals. Um, There's so many resources that are that are out there today, especially that you can um, engage, not even in person, but you can do it over Zoom. Um, mm -hmm. There, there are a lot of um, counseling services that are out there that um, can help you because, you know, we know that prayer changes things. We know that we need to to obviously have God in our in our lives and in our marriages to make them work. Um, God made the therapist. And um, if that's something that your marriage needs, then if be honest about that and 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 talk to someone, mm -hmm. we, we want you to be healthy. Yeah. And and we got to also understand that faith without works is dead. So if you pray, but you're not willing to put uh, in the work, then basically you're just um, just talking. You're 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 really not serious about doing what is necessary to create the transformation that is so needed, both in you personally and in the relationship collectively. So uh, with that. As we move forward, as far as tonight's conversation is concerned, and you've made an assessment of your marriage, um, I just want to go on record to say that two things. Number one, God designed marriage. Uh, God designed marriage and God designed marriage to be enjoyed, 
to be mutually beneficial. Um, God designed marriage, uh, according to scripture, to be between a man and a woman, because it is in the concept of man and woman coming together, we most resemble the divine, because it is out of that place of man and woman coming together that life is created um, from um, uh, sexually and then, you know, uh, children are born. So when we talk about when we talk about um, uh, the divine design as far as marriage is concerned, uh, we want people to understand that God, when God uh, allowed for it to be placed within the human enterprise, had a purpose behind it. And with that purpose, as far as marriage is concerned, he wants it to be enjoyed. Uh, however, let me also say, and I know that even though we're dealing with marriage ministry, I kind of also want to say that marriage is not for everybody. Everybody may not necessarily get married, but it does not mean that a person cannot have a full, sustained spiritual life and relationship with God as well as with others. Mm -hmm. uh, but since we're dealing with as far as the marriage couple is concerned, um, there are certain boundaries, if I could use that word, that uh, the Godhead has prescribed and circumscribed as far as our humanity is concerned. And we got to understand that men and women bring different uh, gifts and graces as far as marriage is concerned. Um, and when you understand what those gifts and graces are, uh, it allows for uh, persons to complement each other. That's, um, that's with uh, C-O-M-P-L-I-M-E-N-T as well as C-O-M-P-L-E-M-E-N-T. One right. is complement as far as showering praise on your mate. And then the other one is compliment as far as filling gaps, mm -hmm. as far as uh, your life is concerned, you know, learning, um, filling in those um, uh, weaknesses that you may bring to bear so that your relationship can be a blessing to not only yourselves, but to others who come into your space. Right. And that's just as the slide <clears throat> was just up there in terms of men and women contribute differently, but equally. Um, it's so important for us to understand that we do learn from, we strengthen and we bless one another as we contribute to, to our marriage, to um, complement and complete one another. Um, just because you have different graces and different, different strengths um, doesn't mean that one is, is over the other or there's a hierarchy. It's different but it should be equal. And I think that's that's important for, for uh, all married mm -hmm. couples to understand and, and to realize, and that that's, that's really how, how God um, brings us together yeah. and has us to, to, to stay together and to um, complement one another. Yeah, it's, yeah. More, it's more than a notion, um, it really is. And while it requires work, it's not, it doesn't necessarily have to be what laborious. I would call yeah, laborious <laughs> and a burden, if if I can use that word, yeah. you know, you hear people say, "Oh, marriage is work," and when they say it, they get this scowl on their face, like, "Oh, man, you know it." Yeah, we're not digging ditches. We, we ain't trying to. We ain't trying to have slaves, <laughs> yeah. but we are trying to be servants. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So one of the things that we really wanted to to dig into, um, like I said, the, the the lyrics to to the, the It Takes Two song was not helpful, but we know we do have the Bible and that is our that is our our, our um, guidebook. So one of the areas that we wanted to emphasize was in is in Galatians. And we wanted to talk about the um, fruit of the spirit and how each of the um, the 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 fruit. Um, helps us to be able to not only be in complement with our mate, but also to to help serve one another and how we look at look at those. So, um, Pastor, if you want to just kind of expound and and um, Deb, you can put the the slide back up there too um, that that highlights each one of the the fruit of the spirit from from Galatians. Oh, I know. Sorry about that. Um, was we're talking about the fruit of the spirit. One of the things that that um, I did want to mention was that we do um, in that scripture before it talks about the fruit of the spirit. It talks about um, loving thy neighbor as thyself. And a lot of times we we treat strangers or people at work or or people you know that that we interact with mm-hmm. better than more. Um, uh, civilly than we treat than we treat our our spouses. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna assume that you love yourself. <laughs> we're, we're we're gonna put that on the shelf. We're gonna assume you love yourself. Um, love your spouse mm-hmm. at least as much as you love yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think and and really your spouse. Um, when you look at how the Bible views marriage between a man and a woman. Uh, your spouse becomes a part of your, your yourself, um, both male and female. I think that it's in Genesis where Adam said, this is what bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of me. Uh, the, the interesting thing about how people appropriate that scripture, particularly brothers, uh, you know, I hear the brothers talk about, you know, I found my missing rib and all that. Yeah, and no, all that's fine. Danny. But but it's, 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 it's deeper, more sublime then you find in the missing rib. Uh, It is you being intentional about making the investments that are necessary to ensure that the other person has uh, what they need. And I think Pierre mentioned it earlier, talking about the love languages and how you're able to um, navigate the relationship to figure out what is your partner's love language and, and how that speaks. So when it talks about loving your neighbor as yourself, of course, we make the assumption that you love yourself. Right. But if you don't love yourself, you can't love your neighbor. However, <clears throat> even going back to the writings that uh, John, the gospel writer, says that when Jesus talks about love the Lord, your God with all your heart, soul and mind and love your neighbor as yourself, that it's really hard for you to even love yourself until you first love God. And um, when you love God, when you love God, then God really helps you to appreciate who you are as far as loving yourself, then, which allows for you to love your neighbor. Let me just say that I think that the problem with a lot of folks is that unfortunately, they will at times love their neighbor even more than they do themselves. And that's damaging as well. And so it's not a, a place of, ego or being prideful, but you can't love your neighbor until you love yourself mm-hmm. and, and you have a healthy perspective. Because guess what? Hurt people hurt people. Right. Hurt people hurt people. 
Indeed, mm -hmm. indeed. So let's let's talk a little bit more about mm -hmm. um, going to Galatians five fourteen and talking about the fruit of the spirit. Um, of course, the first uh, fruit of the spirit is is love, um, and here are all of them. Um, mm -hmm. But you want to just pick pick some out? Yeah. Of, well, in, in terms of talking about them all. Well, I think that unfortunately. Um, Put 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 that put that screen back up because I want to want to share something about the fruit of the spirit. Um, and if you notice, it doesn't say fruits; it's not plural. Right. It's singular. The fruit of the spirit: love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, meekness, self control. Uh, the the fruit of these are like an orange. And as you peel away the whole of the orange, the orange has slices, okay? The orange has slices. And when you look at the orange with its slices, um, uh, that you can pick out, you know, eat some slices and leave some slices. If you leave some slices, you have not eaten the whole fruit. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> If, if you leave some slices, let me say that again, you have not eaten the whole fruit. So part of dealing with the fruit of the spirit is that it takes all of these, all of these to make up the fruit. So if you leave one of them out, you don't have the whole fruit. And it is interesting to note that when Paul writes this, he is writing this to let us know that if you missing one of them, uh, you just don't have the entire fruit. So guess what? It takes all of this. Uh, love, joy, peace, long suffering, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, meekness, mm -hmm. and self-control. It mm -hmm. takes all of that. Oh, let me say it again. All of that. And when you look at the aspect of love, Paul is really talking about uh, being in a place where God's love serves as the foundation for your love. Yeah. It's an agape love. So when he talks about love in the Greek, there are at least four different understandings of love. Uh, in the English language, we have one word for love and then we have to put an adjective on it. But in the Greek, there are four different understandings of love. Um, eros, romantic love, philia, friendship love, stergo, family love, a relative love, and then agape, unconditional love, God's love, spiritual love. Mm -hmm. And I contend that if you have any human love that does not have God's love as the basis of, of, of that love, you're going to be in trouble. It's going to be kind of empty. And so when we look at how God wants to navigate, wants you to navigate even your romantic love, if your romantic love or your marriage love doesn't have God's love as foundation, ultimately it becomes puppy love. <laughs> and we don't want and, our marriage and, to be made and, 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 and that can lead and that can lead to lust. <laughs> that can lead to lust. That can lead to using someone. That can lead to oppression. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That can lead to an oppressive marriage if a romantic love is not undergirded by God's love. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. we and, and 
we we want to have a, a liberating kind of love. We want to have a, a love that that shares and that wants to um, wants to give and wants wants to share. I know what I think we've mentioned this before in terms of the way that we like to interact with one another. Um, and and it, it has it has been maintained throughout our relationship is we really want to try to outdo one another yes, in sir. terms mm-hmm. of serving one another and providing for one another. And um, if you think about it, if if I if I give and he gives, then we both receive. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If if one person is given and the other person is is not, then that's that's lopsided and, and imbalanced. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, if I'm always trying to outdo him giving and he's always trying to outdo me giving, then then we're both receiving all the time. And I think um, as we went where we're talking about the love languages and, and as long as we are we are making sure that we're meeting the needs of our of our mate, of our spouse, of our husband or of our mm-hmm. wife, then then that the other person is also receiving what they need from mm-hmm. the relationship. Um, and, and that really is a key is one yeah, of yeah. the keys to a healthy and a strong marriage. Yeah. 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 And, and um, that's, that's so on point. And then when you look at, for example, another slice of the fruit, mm-hmm. which talks about joy, notice that nowhere in the fruit of the spirit is it talking about being happy. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Joy is something that is eternal. It is something that comes from the divine. Mm-hmm. Happiness is dependent upon what's happening. Mm-hmm. So if you get happy because you got money or if you get happy because you have um, a, a nice car or fine clothes, then what happens when the money runs out? What happens when you uh, the car breaks down? What happens when the clothes get hold or holes in them or you get too big for the clothes. He meddling now. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, are you happy then? You know, right, are you happy right. then? If you're not, then, you know, you you bring that message even into the marriage. But if you have joy, which then goes back to love, which is connected to God as far as unconditional love, it just gives you a different reference point. So joy is of the eternal. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, it is, it is of the eternal. And it's, and it's a choice. Um, you know, we, you have to choose to want to embrace that, that's that fruit of the spirit to all, all of the sections of that orange as pastor Mm -hmm. put it, but it's, but it's a choice. One of the things that, that, um, both of us have had been married previously, um, before we met. And when we decided to get married, we took divorce off of the table. We were like, that is not going to be a choice. We we are going to choose to be in this relationship and be married and work through whatever we need to um, in order to enjoy our marriage and enjoy ourselves. And so um, it, it's a choice and it's something that you choose every day. It's, it's like your salvation. You, you, you need to make a choice every day that I am going to follow Jesus. And today I'm going to do the things that, that are going to be pleasing to him. And it's a choice in your marriage to say, today I'm going to, to serve my husband. Today I'm going to choose to be joyful. Um, and, and it's something that you have to choose every day. Yeah. Yeah. Pure lepian. I'm going to have my bags packed. I'm about where we going. Right. <laughs> 
Uh, and that's the same thing yeah, I said. Yeah, you know, if he yeah. said, yeah, I'm getting ready to leave. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I got my luggage. Yeah, where, where, we, we where are we going? Yeah, where are we going? Um, so love, joy, peace. Um, again, um, that is that is something that the culture, that the world cannot offer. Mm -hmm. That is something that comes from, from the Godhead. Um, and yeah. peace is not necessarily the absence of trouble. It is having clarity to navigate or get through chaos and confusion. Um, it is having a mindset of clarity. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, when craziness comes and it hits you, um, it is making an intentional choice to say, hey, OK, let me get some clarity here. So so it's more than just quietness. Yeah, it's it's clarity. Um, long suffering. Now, this is <laughs> this, is, this right is where the rubber hits the road, because because long suffering is nothing but one of those. Old fancy words for patience, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and 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 you you better be careful about asking God for patience. And the because reason a test is coming. A test is coming. A test is coming. If if you say you say like Lord, you know, give me patience. Give me patience. The Lord will send something your way or somebody your way who gets mm -hmm. on your reserve nerve. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. the nerve past the last nerve, or God may allow for something in your mate that just grates you to, to, to you know, to for your mate me. to just start moving in that direction. You go like, oh, uh, you know, but you ask for patience. And since you ask for patience, you got to navigate. So how, how do you navigate? How do you navigate patience? And part of navigating patience doesn't mean that you put up with, um, craziness and and oppression and things yeah, like that that's yeah. that's that's not that's not being patient navigating patient or being patient is it's a time thing that 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 you are intentional about trying to work through so that you can be in a place in the relationship where both people are getting what they need. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that for a lot of people and a lot of couples, that's where a lot of the work has to be done is, yeah. you know, God developing that, 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 that slice of patience mm -hmm. um, in us. And like you said, peace is not the absence of, uh, it's not silence. So that doesn't mean that, you know, something that your mate says or does irks you and then you just don't talk about it or you try to sweep it under the rug. That's not what it is. And it's also not the absence of, of arguing. Um, if something needs to be said and there's something that you need to work out, then by all means, have those conversations and try to work through those things. What you don't want to do is, is allow things to, to linger or to, to fester or to become an even bigger problem later on when it's something that you could deal with and nip in the bud, you know, right away. So so working through those, those issues and having the, the patience also um, doing it in a manner that is going to be um, honoring 
to your mate and that it's going to be um, uplifting to them and not tearing them down. So there, you, you have to find a way to um, express yourself and even express your discontent or whatever your issue is, but do it in a way that is going to be honoring to, to your mate. And, and, and at the end of the day, or after you've said your piece or given them a piece of your mind that you will still, you can still be loving towards one another and that you're expressing yourself in a way that is going to engender change and that is going to help help them to understand your point of view instead of just being right or or arguing for the sake of of, of mm -hmm. arguing and hearing yourself, you know, say what it is you think you need to say. Yeah, yeah. And then the the other one is is kindness and kindness. Yes. Just be nice. I've Isn't seen. I've better seen, to be yeah, nice. <laughs> I've seen. I've seen. I've seen. I've seen couples that just can be so nasty. To, they have been nasty to each other mm -hmm. and it's heartbreaking. And just, it breaks God's yeah, heart. Yeah. To, yeah. To see, you know, yeah. bickering. And yeah. Just be nice. That, that Kindness is just being nice. Um, um, cor you know, more than cordial. Cause see, you could be cordial and mean. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, know. sort of passive yeah, aggressive. Passive aggressive yeah, passive aggressive. And that, yeah, that, that ain't, that ain't. You want to be authentic and yeah, genuine. Yeah, um, just be in, nice. In your, in your kindness. And that's something I think that we've tried to, yeah. to um, institute and, and that we, that we still do. Yeah. I mean, he opens the door for me. I say, thank you. Mm -hmm. You know, we say good morning to one another. We try to, um, before we leave, if, if he's leaving the house or if I'm leaving the house, whoever's leaving first. Kiss, yeah, yeah, we, we kiss yeah, each other and be, say, you know, nice. And and that and 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 I'm looking at the pattern of how all of this fun love is is in a sense connected to joy, peace is in mm -hmm. a sense connected to long suffering, kindness is connected to being good, mm -hmm. the goodness, uh, uh, yeah. doing the right things uh, for the right reason because you are a good person. Yeah. Let me say that again: doing the right <laughs> things Thanks. for the right reason because you are a good person because because the spirit of God is in you and it is producing a shift in your demeanor mm -hmm. that causes and prompts you to just want to do the right thing because of the Lord being in your life. Yeah. Um, uh, goodness. And then of course, uh, faithfulness. faithfulness and basically faithfulness is, is this keeping your word. Mm -hmm. If you say you're going to do something, do it. And I think that many, you know, in, in, in many marriages, you know, you took a vow. And uh, that vow was to honor and respect your spouse in all ways. And so um, just as we attempt to be faithful to God, we are expected to do. I have that same type of faithfulness as far as our marriage is concerned. Um, and then there's meekness and meekness is not weakness. Here's what meekness is. Meekness is just another word for humility. But what humility is, is strength under control mm -hmm. of the mm -hmm. Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. That's what meekness is. Strength under, under control, control of the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so, you know, if you know you got the capacity to flex and, yeah. you know, go off on someone um, or flex your muscle and the Holy Spirit is going like, no, nah, take a chill pill. That's meekness. Uh, unfortunately, 
a lot of abuse in marriage, a lot of violence in marriage is because that slice of meekness is not taken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that and that humility also is the ability to admit when you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Nobody is right all the time. Mm-hmm. So you you have to you have to be able to admit that you you said something wrong. You you spoke out of turn. You maybe flew off of the handle or you made an assumption that wasn't true. Whatever it was, that humility is having having the uh, maturity to be able to admit when you're when you're wrong and to not just ad- admit it to yourself and like, yeah, I, I know that I was wrong about that, mm-hmm. but to be able to admit it to your spouse mm-hmm. and and allow them the grace to be able to makes mistakes and, and, and errors and hopefully have the humility to come to you and say that they um, were wrong, that, that, that they were sorry about whatever it was that, that they might have said or did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, of course, the last slice deals with um, self-control. And um, I kind of wish Paul would have said Holy Spirit control. <laughs> <laughs> Because in and of ourselves, we cannot. Yeah, sometimes, you know, we we lose self-control and we have to, uh, you know, get forgiveness for some things that we say or do. Mm -hmm. Uh, But but self-control, self-control, I think for me, from really is you giving the Holy Spirit charge of your life in such a meaningful, tangible way that allows for... Number one, your spouse to see the difference that God continues to make as far as your life is concerned. Mm-hmm. And basically just putting that, you know, putting putting it's 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 putting your ego in check. Yeah. Yeah. And and and, and when I say ego, I don't mean a, a positive ego. I'm talking about a negative ego, an ego that is relatively selfish. Whereby you do some things that may not be good to you or for you just because you're at that moment driven by the flesh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Galatians 514, fruit of the spirit. Definitely want to have all of those um, as you're relating to your spouse and um, and making sure that, you know, as it takes two, that you both are committed to in, engaging all of the fruit mm-hmm. to make it to make it right. So um, get your pens or and your paper and your phone out once again. Um, we have one more question for you. And, and here again, in terms of uh, creating patterns. Um, I've got some some questions that I want to add. It's a number of questions, so you're going to be writing uh, for a little bit. But the one, the first question is, what is something you can do for your spouse every day? Mm-hmm. Just write write it down. Don't share it with one another. You're going to talk about it later. But what is something that you can do for your spouse every day? Mm-hmm. Um, then the next one is, and they're all on the screen right now. What would you like your spouse to do for you twice a month? Now, now I'm not even going to go there. We're not going to talk about that. 
Um, we just, <laughs> but if, if that's what it is, then, then, Hey, you know, that, that special thing that, that, that you do, but just think about, so the first thing is what can you do for your spouse every day, compliment, kiss, whatever it is. And then what would you like for your spouse for do to do for you on, on a regular basis? And I just put twice a month. Um, the third thing is something that you never want your spouse to do, or you don't want them to do it again. So just think, um, you know, give it, give it some thought, but something that either that they do right now or something that maybe that they haven't done, but something that you never, that you do not want to invite into your, your marriage. And then the fourth thing for, for this particular section is, what is something, and this is going to take some, hopefully something will come to your mind, but this will, will may take a little bit of thought. What is something your spouse has asked you to do or not to do that you are having trouble complying with? And then think about why. So this is something that, that either your spouse does, and it could be, you know, something simple like, you know, um, leaving the toilet seat up. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say leaving socks on the floor or, you know, when they open the cabinets and, and don't close them and it's yeah. like all these cabinets are opening or the drawers are out. You're like, why? Just push up the drawer. Mm. But whatever it is, it could be something small like that, um, so, you know, a, a, a pet peeve or it could be something, you know, more su substantive, just, you know, whatever, whatever comes to your mind. But I want you each to write those down and then um, after... Uh, tonight, if you have time, or later on, for you to discuss discuss these mm -hmm. um, the these aspects. So, because we're trying to create patterns, and one of the things that we want to do um, is something that we can do every day, something that we can do on a regular basis. We also want to know what it is that our spouse is like. No, please don't do that. Um, or what's something that he or she has been saying, <laughs> I really hate it when you do this, um, that you're having trouble complying with. Maybe you just can't remember or whatever it is, but think about what that thing is. And then also think about why, why, what, what is it that is blocking you from being able to comply with what, whatever that, that request is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it, it, it's, um, it's, it's a place of, of depth that hopefully and prayerfully we are, uh, trying to engender as far as this this time is concerned and allow for you all to just have a springboard to go to a higher level or a deeper deeper depth. Um, I saw, I think, where Deb said that we need to be winding up. So we're going to go in for uh, the landing right now because basically what we want to do is uh, uh, give you the opportunity to really engage in some, some wonderful reflection and do the things that hopefully and prayerfully will, will cause you to be stretched some. Yeah. There's always room, always room for improvement. I will be the first to admit that um, Pierre and I, you know, uh, our marriage is not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. And the reason is because she's married to me. So, no, so, and that yeah, there are no yeah. perfect people except for Jesus. And so, and we all, and that's why he wasn't here. married. That's why he got the church. I'm 
see. <laughs> that's why, that's why Jean didn't get married. <laughs> but before well, we, before well, we well, go, I have one more question. Uh, I have one more question um, on the next to the last slide, Deb, if you could put it up there, because this, this is another area that I do want you to, to talk about. And it's this, when we get into patterns, what is it that you feel that you are not getting in your relationship and when i put hold up wait a minute the reason why i want you to hold up wait a minute is when you think about that thing whatever whatever it is attention affection whatever it is i want you to before you discuss it with your mate i do want you to think about this ask yourself how you can be more of that or do more of that in your relationship so what i mean is if you feel like you know, she's just not affectionate enough or I'm, you know, I'm not getting X from, from my mate. Mm -hmm. Think about how you can be more affectionate. So let's flip that, that script. I, I want you to look at, you know, I do want you to write down what it is that you feel that you're not getting, mm -hmm. but while you think of that thing and while you're, you're writing that down, think of how you can provide more of that in your relationship. And as you think about that, I thought I want also that to be a part of your conversation that yeah. you have with your spouse. So affection, attention, um, seeing what it is that your mate need. Sometimes it may be space, um, you know, uh, to process some things or things of that sort. So really just figuring out, again, I think it goes back to what Pierre was talking about earlier as far as love language is concerned, um, uh, tapping into that. Yeah. And so it, it kind of goes full circle, um, getting back to the point of serving. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a, a good word, serving or being a blessing as far as your mate is concerned. And, and let me say this, as, as, as pastor, um, don't get bent out of shape if you're not 100%. Please don't give yourself some grace. Amen. Um, give yourself some grace. If you start something, you can't keep it up. Start back over. You know, give yourself some grace. Um, this, this is not about trying to keep score. Uh, but it is, of course, about trying to bring to bear, bring to notice uh, some things that you feel that you need as far as the relationship is concerned so that you can get what you need as far as. Um, yeah the marriage and the relationship. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. I think the our closing words, and I think the last slide um, was in terms of sowing a seed. So you want to be careful with your words, um, you know, how you speak to one another, be careful with your, with your time, make sure that you are making time for one another, um, that you have empathy, try to, you know, pastor was just talking about grace, making sure that you can put yourself in, in your spouse's, shoes. They may be dealing with something um, at work or, or with, you know, their side of the family. So if you can, if you can empathize with, with that and understand where they're coming from and what, what else they're dealing with, in addition to whatever um, things that you want to bring up with that are between the two of you. And then generosity, it's just, you know, generosity of, can be of time. It can be of you know, something financial, but it, mm -hmm. but it also um, can, can just mean that, that I'm willing to give of myself and I'm willing to share and then sacrifice. We know that um, compromise 
is not a bad word, even though in, you know, in politics, they try to make it seem like mm-hmm. it is. But in in a marriage, um, it's it's required. It yeah. really is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and 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 I close on that word sacrifice because where there is no sacrifice, there can be no room for a greater blessing. So uh, the greater the sacrifice, the greater the blessing is um, uh, that God has for you. And when it comes to sacrifice and blessings, that's outside of human scope. That's something that comes from the divine uh, as far as your life is concerned. So uh, back to um, Quincy and Christy. Um, uh, Hopefully and prayerfully, something has been said that will uh, give encouragement to uh, those who are online with us tonight. Yes, uh, thank you. Um, I am representing Team Lee um, as you all thoroughly discussed having patience and flexibility. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so our son decided that he wanted to go to the basketball game at the last minute. So oh. a parent needs now, wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. We're going to the game too. No, it's a high school game. So oh. it's a different, a different game. Okay. But um, we are so grateful. You playing basketball now? Your son playing basketball? No, no, he's watching. He just wants to hang out with his friends. Okay. Yeah, he's that's how. <laughs> In fact, that is Cheris. Yeah. Yeah, she's hanging out with friends. So again, thank you so much for taking the time today. Um, the words that you imparted are so real. Um, marriage is 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 a journey. And I appreciate the fact that you highlighted therapy because so often in churches, that's um, something that's not discussed and emphasizing that, you know, marriage can be fun and positive and not a burdensome thing. So that is one of the things that we emphasize and is part of, you know, our mission is to make the marriage ministry fun. So loving yourself. (laughs) Have fun. Y'all do that. Y'all do that. Yeah. And that is our goal. So again, thank you so much for your time. Um, I appreciate all of the people who took the time to attend today. I appreciate Deborah Dalton for working behind the scenes, making all of this happen. Um, And as a reminder, our Love Notes tickets will drop after this event. So get your ticket as soon as possible. We are super excited. And we're going to do a quick prayer to close out. So if everyone can bow their heads. God, thank you for allowing everyone to come together today to learn and enhance their marriage. God, thank you for Pastor and First Lady taking the time to impart wisdom and and, and give us the realities of marriage and, and, and understand that the fruit is truly where all of this lies. I pray that everyone has a safe night and truly enjoys their marriages. In your name, I do pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Christy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And um, blessings upon you all.